Welcome to this episode of the Middle Market Growth Conversations podcast. I'm Katie Mulligan, Editor-in-Chief of ACG's magazine, Middle Market Growth. I'm here today with Ramsey Goodrich and Karen Kavasik to talk about their experience attending the Association for Corporate Growth's annual Intergrowth Conference, which will be held in Orlando this year on May 6th through the 8th. Ramsey is a managing partner at Carter Morrison Goodrich, and Karen is managing director for the East Coast region at Monroe Capital, and both are active ACG members and veteran intergrowth attendees. Karen and Ramsey, thanks for joining me. And Karen, thanks for hosting us here in New York at Monroe Capital's brand new office. Thank you. So to start, I believe that my first intergrowth conference was in 2011 in San Diego, and I think that both of you have me beat. So I wanted to ask, do you remember your first intergrowth? Of course. I, it was 2006. It was in Orlando at the Hyatt Regency Grand Cypress Hotel. And uh, I mean, it was a, a whirlwind, completely overwhelmed by 1,500 or so uh, you know, attendees. I was just saying that I remember the chairman, the co-chairman of the event was uh, Mark Jones and Jerry Harmon, and there were cardboard cutouts of them no kidding. Uh, walking, into the, walking into the event, which was just amazing. So, you know, nice that there was, you know, some humor and some lightheartedness as soon as you were walking in the door, and I thought that was appreciated. I think we might have to find the picture of us with that cutout, because it was pretty good. Oh. Uh, we, we need a picture of you and the Elvis outfit. <laughs> no, we don't. We, uh, yeah, no, we don't. So we'll get there in a minute. Mm-hmm. So uh, my first intergrowth was actually back in 2003, believe it or not. Um, wow. Back, uh, and I believe it was down in Boca. Um, at that point, we weren't nearly the 2,000 people we are today, but rather a few hundred people. Hmm. And so it was a, a different kind of event. I think it was no more or no less valuable with that number of people. It just got to, it was easier to manage back then. Uh, but, you know, 15 years later, 15 intergrowths later, uh, it still gets better and better every year. And what prompted you both to go go to that first conference? Mine was, well, at the time I was running sponsor coverage for a, um, a New York boutique investment bank. And so what better way to hit all of the financial sponsors in the country doing middle market deals in one space over three days? Mm-hmm. You can't find a better venue than that um, anywhere else on the planet. I have the same answer. I, you know, I was working for a mezzanine debt fund at the time. There weren't that many of... Uh, us on, uh, you know, on the horizon in the beginning of 2006. And, you know, we had just raised a first fund and it was kind of a a no brainer from a business development standpoint to say, hey, listen, you have all these sponsors in the same group, you know, same area for this amount of time, you know, go and and tell them what we're up to and that we have capital to deploy. But I think it's also important to note, um, I'm no longer the head of financial sponsor coverage. I run my own boutique now. Um, So my priorities have completely changed, which is now about finding really good investors for companies we represent and frankly, finding our next deal. Hmm. Uh, A couple years ago at uh, one of the Intergrowths, we met with a big, large strategic buyer that was there for the first time. We had a wonderful sit-down situation with them. They told us what their criteria was, and we just happened to know a company that was a perfect fit for them. Oh, wow. Um, and so literally the next year at Intergrowth, we had our closing dinner with that one strategic buyer. Huh. So it was fantastic. And as Intergrowth has grown and changed over the years, how has your strategy changed? Learning just how to manage the time process. I mean, I think that, yes, obviously intergrowth is great to attend, but the pre-work that you put into it and the post-work are the real key elements to preparing, making sure that you're as efficient as you can be on the ground, and then the post-conference follow-up. I It never ceases to surprise me how little follow-up there is. And, huh. uh, 
And, you know, and, and so I think that that is just, it's, it's obviously being at the event is great, but, you know, just the preparation and saying, you get the attendee list and you can set up all of the meetings. And, and so I think that I've just over the past, you know, 10 years or so of attending, I've gotten much better at that. And then post-conference, trying to send the emails, making sure that you're inputting all of the data correctly, uh, you know, so that it doesn't fall uh, between the cracks when you get back onto the, uh, to the deal side of things. Sure. What about you, Ramsey? Any tricks of the trade? Inner growth is exactly what you put into it. Hmm. Um, my business partner and I have dramatically different strategies. He picks out six people that he wants to meet with, organizes a meeting, plans for that, and, and he's good. And then he listens to all the content and all the, the different sessions. I take a slightly different approach, having been there a whole lot of years, um, which is more reconnecting with friends, whether it be across the room, at the bar, on the golf course, wherever it may be. Mine's more about making, um, keeping those my connections fresh versus finding new relationships. Uh, but it, Karen's absolutely right. It's exactly what you put into it. If you are diligent about your upfront work and identifying those people, you can make fantastic connections. If you go there and wing it, it's a heck of a lot of fun but probably a little less productive. Hmm. And you mentioned the cardboard cutouts and the Elvis costume. Any other favorite inner growth stories from over the years? Not that we can share in public. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I actually will because there oh, was no. uh, Ramsey's introduction <laughs> Ramsey's introduction with Magic Johnson. I'm not sure if all of you have had the joy of watching that yet, but that Ramsey brings a chair out on stage to tower over Magic Johnson since no one else can tower over Magic Johnson. And it was just, it was a very comical uh, set. That's now framed in my office. Yes. Just, so. be, just below my Elvis outfit. So. We'll find so. some pictures of that yeah. to absolutely post with the episode. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, please don't. Over the years that you've attended Intergrowth, how would you say the conference has impacted your careers? Uh, it's been remarkable. If you come to one Intergrowth and never go again, it's probably not the best uh, use of your time because it is overwhelming and you're one of 2,000 people. But if you make a commitment, like anything with ACG, making a commitment to be present and be active and be engaged and be involved. It's remarkable the how small this industry, middle market mergers and acquisitions, really is. And by keeping those relationships fresh, being engaged with, with the organization as well as this event, and staying in touch with all of those people, as Karen says, the follow-up is equally important, it's put our small little boutique in Southport, Connecticut on a national map. Hmm. I can now pick up the phone to any investor across the country, and like, oh yeah, remember that thing we did at Intergrowth? Mm. Pretty because much. he's really shy too, obviously, so yeah. that yeah. helps. I'm the quiet one. Uh, you know, and I think that, and I have a you know much different point of view because I don't have my you know my own firm, and you know, and working you know on the on the debt side for you know probably three three different firms you know throughout the past twelve years attending Intergrowth, in one way, shape, or form, Intergrowth has been a part of me getting to those positions. So hmm. when I went to Alcentra, I met with one of the Alcentra folks at Intergrowth. You know, in coming to Monroe, you know, Ted and I spent time together at Intergrowth. You know, this past Intergrowth, you know, Tom Aronson, who who I report to, you know, was shocked at how many people I knew on a national level. He was like, holy smokes, you know, people just keep coming up to me and saying, 
you know, oh my gosh, Karen's there, Karen's there. And he's like, I had no idea you're like a celebrity, you know, and, you know, and, and I think that as, you know, as Ramsey said, you know, we've, we've both been very fortunate, well, or I've been fortunate to, to kind of be Ramsey's shadow in, you know, being on, involved in ACG Connecticut and, you know, in leadership roles and then being asked to be on the global board, you know, in leadership roles and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, making the relationships that Karen and I were talking about earlier with some of the other private equity firms, investment bankers across the country. It just gives you access to, uh, you know, to, to the right people in the right places and that you might not have necessarily had the exposure to. Hmm. And you're obviously farther into your careers now than you were at your first intergrowth. You've made career changes. Is there a particular career level that you think intergrowth is best suited to? Is it an entry level person? Is it a senior person? Yes. <laughs> not the answer you wanted, but it's the right answer. Um, which is for the junior folks that are up and coming in the industry to really spend time and really learn the, the, the information that's coming out, the connections that are made there um, can be remarkable. And as Karen just outlined, can be life altering over the course of the career. Again, this industry is very small. So the more you can have, the more touch points you can have over a lifetime, um, the better off you're going to be. Hmm. For the senior folks, um, it's equally valuable because you can have those high-level meetings um, and either close a deal, find your next deal, um, and keep those relationships fresh. Mm -hmm. So is there a, a good answer for that? It's both. I think what we're seeing more and more at Intergrowth is the mid-level person um, who has a few years under his belt. Probably, I'm probably not going to let my associates go. They need to close deals for us. Sure. Um, but our vice presidents and managing directors absolutely when you have as, as much gray hair as I do now, maybe start to slow down. I will never will. It's just too much fun. But um, certainly that mid-level, the, the, the person who really knows what they're doing, has the authority to make decisions, will make that difference at Integro. And what about in today's M&A environment? Obviously, there's a lot of competition for, for deals right now. Does that make Intergrowth more relevant than in other years, would you say? I think so. I think that it's, it's kind of like people notice if you're not there. It's almost defensive. Well, I you're feel. a celebrity. No, but I, so. no, but I feel yeah. like, right, it's kind of like, well, oh, you remember, you know, the person who didn't call you for your birthday, but not the 150 people that did. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> and it's like, so, right? And it's like, you're like, God, that jerk. And it's like, but what about the 150 people that did call you? Yeah. Right? right? It, it's almost defensive in a way, because if you're not there, who then you're People not going to have the meeting that Ramsey's, well, I mean, not Ramsey for me, but he's going to be like, oh, I have a deal to show you. And mm -hmm. it's like, well, if you're not there, then they're going to show it to, you know, 15 of your competitors. Sure. And so I feel that it's imperative to be in attendance. For me, it's, a, it's slightly different in that um, in representing sellers and we're really selling into private equity funds or portfolios of private equity funds, to be able to spend some quality personal time with these investors to drive, drill down within their portfolios and really learn what they're looking for. I, I can't tell you how many emails I get a day of, I'm looking for the perfect deal. I want management to stay. I want high growth. I want defendable market position. I want high EBITDA. I, I want to have everything. I, I know you want that, but okay. what's your investment thesis around this? So to be able to spend time with either portfolio companies or the, or the, the private equity folks and be able to drill down and what, what, what are you really seeing here and, and why is it important? We probably won't call a lot of private equity folks unless they have a relevant portfolio company. 
So to be able to spend time with them and say, hey, remember that conversation we had at Intergrowth about six months ago about this what, this portfolio company? We finally have the bolt-on. Hmm. We finally have the right acquisition for that because I understand your your um, investment criteria, number one, but your investment thesis, which is more important, number two, now I can call you. Because of that, over a whole lot of years, to be able to call, they say, oh, it's Ramsey or it's Carter Morse. Um, and... I, they don't. They don't waste my time because they only call with relevant stuff. Sure. So that person, but you can't do that without having that personal relationship. Which I don't have the marketing budget of, of the bigger banks, so I use Intergrowth literally as my marketing budget for the year. Hmm. It saves me a trip to Chicago, Dallas, L.A., Miami, uh, even Boston, even New York. <laughs> you know, I can hit them all there. I see more people from New, from the Northeast region at Intergrowth than I do in my own backyard. Hmm. So it, it has become critical to our success. And I know that you're both active ACG members at the local level and you attend a number of events there and ACG chapters you know, put on fantastic programming. What makes Intergroup different? I think that as Ramsey just said, having everybody from all over the country in one place, just having the efficiency of saying, you know, if you, if you plan this correctly, you could use this as your sole event. I do not use it as my sole event like you do, but I, uh, you know, I do travel around, um, you know, quite a bit. But you know, but but I do think that it's really nice, and you know, you have the opportunity, you know, to to meet uh, people or to see people from different regions that you don't get to as often as you would like. So mm-hmm. seeing the bankers from you know LA or the private equity firms from Texas or what have you, I think it it really just makes it extremely efficient to all be in one place at the same time. I think, Karen, you're absolutely right. It, it does come down to the people at the end of the day. But the content is also important. At the local level, uh, especially in sort of, the, I'll say, the, the not necessarily rural, but the less urban major metropolitan centers, we can't afford or attract the caliber of speaker that we can on a national basis. Hmm. Are there any speakers from past years that stand out to you? We talked about Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Diamidis. The robotics oh. guy. Right. I thought that was amazing. The AI yeah. and just all of the technology mm-hmm. uh, that that they were working on. I thought that, that was pretty amazing. No, I actually get more out of go. panels than I do out of speakers. Okay. To have that debate and that conversation um, going back and forth between, again, experts on a national level is really interesting and intriguing. And for someone who's maybe on the fence about coming to Orlando this year for Intergrowth, what would you tell them? Do it. It's a no-brainer. I don't know why we're having the conversation. Do it and pack business cards. A lot of them. Bring bring more business cards than you thought. Double. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. The worst thing you can do is run out of business cards at uh, Intergrowth. Um, Have either of you ever, you know, brought your families to Intergrowth, extended your stay? Yes, a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, When my kids were younger, when we were bouncing back and forth from Orlando, um, especially, it was great to run down to Disney after a couple of days. And I highly recommend um, doing it after, if you can, because you get so exhausted, you need that recoup time. Uh, we were just saying earlier, I don't know what's worse, intergrowth on your own or Disney with the family. I, I don't I'm know. voting I'll Disney. Let, I'm going to let Worst you know. in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to let sure. you know after, uh, after May, we can like have the follow-up on the podcast. So we'll see what was worse, intergrowth or Disney as a single mom with two preschoolers. Oh, I... Wish you luck. My kids actually look forward to wherever Intergrowth is. So whether it was in San Diego a couple of years ago, whether it's Orlando this year, um, 
they didn't make it to Dallas to Gaylord, uh, but but other than that, they've been to just about everyone. I actually celebrated an anniversary with my wife in Vegas. Well, and, but, so, and then also, you know, there was and there was one uh, one that we did in Miami at the Fountain Blue, which was so was awesome. Great. And it was like you know we were all there for the weekend. You know, uh, it was Ramsey and uh, you know a few other and a few other folks. And we ended up, folks, yeah. no, but we ended up you know having dinner, and we would end up being at the pool for the weekend and being able to meet people's spouses. I think just just adds to that element of relationship that we've been talking about and that personalization. It's just another touch point to say, oh yeah, I you know, remember your wife Suzanne, and I remember your kids, and you know, and, and I think that that's a really important part of, as Ramsey's saying, getting right. to know and trust somebody, you know, what better way to do that than to kind of, you know, expose your family. Some good advice to end on. Thanks, Ramsey and Karen, for joining me on the podcast. Thank you, Kate. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Middle Market Growth Conversations. Subscribe to the podcast in the iTunes store where you can listen to past episodes and hear the next episode in two weeks. While you're there, we'd love if you could rate the show and leave a review to help listeners find out about us. After you've rated the podcast, head over to our website, middlemarketgrowth.org, for more stories about successful mid-sized companies and middle market M&A.